Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. Oakland Unified is the only school district in Alameda County with its own police department. And for years, a group of black activists in the town have been demanding to eliminate it. We will not rest. We will not stop. Because we know we will win. Today, the Oakland Unified School Board will discuss a proposal to get rid of its entire police force. And there's momentum for this across the country since the death of George Floyd in Minnesota. More and more people are making demands to defund police. But if it happens at Oakland Unified, it's because one group has been putting pressure on the district for years. I'm Devin Kadayama. Welcome to The Bay. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. The Oakland Unified School District spends over $6 million on its police and security force. So the police officers receive about $2.4 million, and the security budget is a little over $4 million. Ashley McBride reports on education equity for the Oakland side. It's a new local newsroom that officially launches this summer. In the fall of 2011, Oakland Unified School District Police um, approached a car that was parked near Skyline High School, and it had uh, two people in it, Raheem Brown and his friend. The police officers approached the car, some kind of altercation happened, and Raheem Brown was shot and killed by the police officers. 
The police who were involved eventually, uh, there were no charges pressed against them. Black Organizing Project had existed prior to the 2011 um, shooting, but that is when they really started focusing on police in schools. What's going on here? When I was in school, we had security officers. Now it's moved to the police. And the problem is really not in the schools, it's out on the streets. Make a choice right now, get these cops off our campus. Because if these people were really heroes, they'd be more willing to die than to kill. It's a group of uh, activists in Oakland, black activists specifically, they organize around racial, economic, and social justice. And they really just wanted to eliminate police from schools. So um, this has been their campaign for the past nine years. They have a, a paid staff, but they also have, you know, people who support them. So it's a lot of parents, students, um, community members, and also they have the support on this specific topic of the Oakland Education Association, which is the teachers union. Can you give us a sense of what the Oakland Unified School Police looks like? like how many officers are involved and what's the hierarchy there? So there are 57 school security officers who are unarmed, and then the actual sworn police, that number is 10, and that breaks down into seven police officers, two sergeants who oversee the police officers, and then the chief who oversees the entire department. So then can you talk about the range of, of things the Oakland Unified Police Department would do? So some of the things they do, um, they conduct um, active shooter training for staff. Um, they patrol campuses and, and school grounds and keep them secure. They also respond to calls. And so um, OU, OSPD, which is Oakland Schools Police Department, receives a few thousand calls per year and only a handful of them end up in arrests. And so those arrests can be for things like carrying a weapon on school grounds or, you know, assault for getting in a fight. Over the years, Oakland Unified has adopted more restorative justice practices in its schools to take the focus off punishing students. And overall, suspensions have been decreasing. But black students are still disciplined much more often than other students. That's one reason why the Black Organizing Project has continued to put pressure on the school board. And even though they've never achieved their ultimate goal, they've helped make some pretty big changes. So their, their longtime goal has always been, you know, defunding the police department, but they've also been really instrumental in helping the district to move away from punitive disciplinary policies. In 2012, I believe they were helpful in implementing a complaints process for the Oakland Schools Police Department so people were able to submit formal complaints about their interactions with the police. In 2015, I believe the Black Organizing Project and several other groups were able to convince the district to drop willful defiance as a reason for suspension. It's a very broad term, and it kind of leaves a lot of... Um, discretion up to the teacher or the staff for whether they want to suspend a student. And that left a lot of room for um, disproportionate application of that policy. And it ended up um, affecting black and brown boys more than other racial groups. 
So over the years, um, they've always been working towards um, eliminating police, but they've also been trying to really um, radically change the way Oakland disciplines students to move away from this school-to-prison pipeline. So the Black Organizing Project has been working on this for years. What has the issue looked like more recently? Uh, So this has been an ongoing thing, but the last time it was like a school board member brought it up was in during a school board meeting in March. This is the Wednesday, March 4th, 2020 special meeting of the Oakland Unified School District Board of Education. Can we have a roll call, please? It was very contentious. There are a lot of people who felt very strongly about it. We will not create a system that continues to further the school-to-prison pipeline by continuing to cut in areas that are most needed in the school district while maintaining your own school police force. We've given you all the facts, we've given you all the data, but we can't give you the courage to take the position tonight. That one is on you. Thank you. Thank you. The actual resolution that they were voting on was just to eliminate three of the sworn police officers, which was about half of of the seven that they have. And um, there are two student directors who sit on the board and they felt very strongly about it. They actually walked out of that meeting because they felt like the rest of the adults on the board were not hearing them or were not listening to them. And it ended up failing by four to three. This is real sad. Y'all got us out here, me and Micah, to let y'all know what we as students need. And for y'all to just do us like that, to just say no. It's ingrained within us that we are not um, able to just have black joy and learn. Fast forward to now, the Black Organizing Project has been just putting on all the pressure, especially um, because of what's been happening over the last week or so in regards to the nationwide protests. This Wednesday, June 10th, there will be a school board meeting in which the George Floyd resolution to eliminate school police will be introduced. On June 24th, the board will vote on this resolution. So is what's being proposed this week any different than what was proposed in March? Yes. So the resolution states that they don't want to employ law enforcement or armed security presence. And the other thing they want to include is have a real um, community-informed safety plan. So they would like the district to involve the Black Organizing Project and other members of the community in imagining what school campuses will look like without police. Can we take a step back and talk about why does Oakland Unified have a police department in the first place? Why do they feel like they need that? Well, I know that many of the people who are um, either against this resolution or they're not convinced yet, they believe that the Oakland School Police are specially trained to work with youth and to work with young people and the issues that they're facing. Um, But it really is curious that they are the only district in the county with its own um, police force. Other school districts just rely on Oakland Police Department when they have an emergency. And if OUSD does get rid of its police force, that's what they would do is rely on Oakland Police. And they're unsure that if they start relying on Oakland police, those police officers are not specifically trained um, for youth. And that might end up being a worse situation than what we have now. 
How do you think that the movement that's happening right now has changed the conversation at Oakland Unified? It has absolutely made it a lot more real for students and um, for students with police in their schools. When I spoke with Director uh, Roseanne Torres, who is one of the board directors who was presenting this resolution last week, she said as soon as she saw the news about George Floyd and saw all of the protests, she got on the phone with the Black Organizing Project to figure out how they can bring this back uh, for this upcoming board meeting. So it has absolutely ignited this movement again. But I also want to be clear that I don't think this would be something that the board that would be in the realm of possibility if not for the work that the Black Organizing Project has done over the past nine years to um, keep it in conversation, to keep bringing it up. Kind of thinking about it more broadly outside the school district, Obviously, people are calling to defund police across the country. So where does this movement in Oakland, at at Oakland Unified, fit to the bigger picture of what's going on? Uh, Well, it fits right in. It aligns with the larger movement to defund police because that is literally what um, these organizers in Oakland are asking for, is to defund schools police. Um, They also would like there to be more mental health resources and counselors for students. Um, as well as more uh, social workers and psychologists. That's actually what is in the resolution that school board members are presenting on Wednesday afternoon. I think people have a knee-jerk reaction to the phrase defund the police or abolish the police, Um, but it's important to remember that that's not the end, that's the beginning. Oakland Unified School Board member Roseanne Torres is planning to introduce this resolution at a meeting that starts today at 4 p.m., and it could come up for an official vote on June 24th. In an interview with KQED, Torres said that if Oakland Unified's police force is dissolved, the dozens of unarmed security staff should apply to be part of a new team to help keep students safe, without the chief, without the sergeants, and sworn officers. To find out what happens, you can follow us on Twitter. We're at the Bay KQED. We'll also leave you a link to Ashley's work in our show notes, so please, if you don't already, follow her as well. Ashley McBride reports on education equity for the Oakland side, which officially launches this summer. The Bay is produced by Erica Cruz Guevara and Alan Montecilio. I'm Devin Kadiyama. That's it for us. Talk to you next time. I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Randa Fattah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.